0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahir Rabbil Alameen. Wa Salatu wa Salamu ala Rasulihil Kareem. Nabiina Muhammadin wa ala Alihi wa Ashabihi Ajma'een. Amma ba'd. So we're still going through our study of um, the second hadith in this collection of Arba'een, of Imam al Nawawi. And at present we are focusing on the part where. This man, this man with extremely black hair and extremely white clothes, he asked the Messenger, what is Iman? And so the Messenger responded with the answer that Islam or that Iman, and then he mentioned the six pillars of Iman. Now, the first pillar is belief in Allah. What is significant about the fact that the Messenger mentioned Iman in Allah as the first pillar and then he mentioned Iman in the books and the angels and uh, the angels, the books, the prophets? What's significant about that? Okay, basically that Iman in Allah, that is the asr. That's the foundation. Because you have Iman in Allah as a result of having had Iman in Allah, now you have Iman in the angels, because Allah has told you about the angels. Now you have Iman in the prophets, because Allah has told you about the prophets. That's why in the hadith the messenger made irafa; he attributed the, Im, the Iman, and the angels, and the books to Allah Jalla wa'ala. Yani, al-Iman, bi-malaikatihi wa-kutubihi, his books, his angels. Because having Iman in Allah is the asal, it's the foundation and everything else, is mutafarra' anhu. It is something that is subsidiary from it. It is something that is a branch of it. It is something that is brought about as a result of it. Tayyib, Iman in Allah Jalla wa'ala. What does that consist of? It consists of how many matters? Four. Does anybody know what those four matters are, besides the regulars? Anybody? Can Anybody mention what those four matters are? Anybody besides the regular brothers that give us the answer? Shei Khalid, Allah's uluhiya, his right of worship. Rububiya, his lordship. Asma'i wa sifat, his names and his attributes. Something else as well. In his wujud, in his existence. As far as the wujud of Allah is concerned, the existence of Allah, the sources that Inform us about Allah, the sources that indicate towards Allah, there are how many? Anybody besides the regulars? Four, yeah. Tayyab, what's the first one? What's the first of the four sources that indicate towards Allah, that inform us about Allah? indicate towards Allah Jalla wa presence, his existence. Fitrah, the natural inclination, number two. The aql, the intellect, number three. His, our sensory perception, what we sense and perceive in life. Number four. الشرع, the legislation. So number one, what did we mention about number one? Al-fitrah, the natural inclination. This is something that we're inborn with. We're inborn with a sense of justice, for example. Inborn with it, can't run away from it, can't escape it. You can clearly see that in a, we gave an example. Who remembers the example? The example that we gave, that indicates that we're born with it. Without being influenced. Without being indoctrinated. Prior to the effects of your upbringing. Ah. Even younger than a three-year-old, yeah. Even a young, a younger one, two-year-old, for example, one-year-old, yeah. Okay, so one two-year-old child gets hit and then what happens? And then he says, who did that, who hit me? Yeah, and then he starts to cry until somebody hits that, that uh, culprit or until he hits them. That shows what? Without any external influence yet. He's not a a seven, eight-year-old person. He's a one-year-old baby, two-year-old baby. But it shows, if it was said to him that nobody's hit you, right, he's sitting down, he feels a smack on the back of his head. Someone says to him, don't worry, my son, nobody has hit you. The child, his mind just can't accept that. How can his mind not accept that? No one's to, he's not been influenced, he's not been taught about cause and effect yet. He's only a one year old baby, one, year, one and a half year old baby. Why can't his mind just accept the fact, accept this notion, that nobody hit you, just the, the hitting occurred just out of nowhere. Because it's in his fitrah, it's instilled within him, he's naturally predisposed to it. And likewise, justice, the child is predisposed to this concept of justice. Can the child stand up and give a PhD lecture about justice? No, he can't do that. But he feels it, he senses it, he, know, he, he knows that it's there. And thus he cries until that person that hit me, until somebody doesn't go and hit him back. Because he wants justice to be served. And we mentioned that the uh, atheists themselves, because this is something that is instilled within the fitrah, even the atheist, he can't help at times by way of a slip of a tongue, by way of, uh, he can't help but use vocabulary and use language that indicates what is deeply rooted inside of himself. Does anybody remember the example that we gave? Richard Dawkins, and we're gonna, we're gonna mention him again today, inshallah, if we have time. Um, uh, Isha, is that uh, 8.30, yes? Yeah? 8.15 or 8.30? 8.30, okay. So this Richard Dawkins, he is one of the heads, he's a very deceptive individual, taking advantage of the ignorance of the common masses. He has an agenda. But he is from the heads of what you call New Atheism, right? New Atheism, they, they, they are like relig- religious, They, they it's as though they're treating this ideology of atheism. They don't call it religion, but it is a religion to them because they're believing in a miracle, a miracle of a self-replicating self. So this Richard Dawkins, in a, in a uh, debate of his, what does he say? Does anybody remember? Just paraphrase it, we're not narrating from, we're not, not narrating a hadith, so you can narrate or, What does this Richard Dawkins say? if you are uh, something he says that um, it's a good answer He gives more detail though he says that when you observe this universe you observe the natural phenomena that exists this natural phenomena that exists what can we see from it we can see order right Do you see how the heart and the, uh, and the liver And the small intestine and the large intestine and the kidneys and the bladder and the brain. Do you see how all of these are interconnected? That shows what? Order. The universe, it shows order. It shows regularity. It shows beauty. It shows adaptation. It, It shows all of these things. So when Richard Dawkins, he says, when I observe this natural phenomena, I become overwhelmed, overtaken, overcome. Overcome with what? A feeling. I become overwhelmed with a feeling. Which feeling? A feeling of awe. A feeling of admiring, admiration. A feeling that, where it's tempting to just translate this feeling into worship. To translate this feeling into ibadah. Come on, you're meant to be a person that believes in what? That nothing exists other than carbon matter. This matter exists. Where is this coming from, Mr. Dawkins? This is what? This is your fitrah speaking. This is your natural inclination speaking. Because this here, when you're talking like this, this doesn't indicate, this isn't a speech of someone that says only carbon matter exists. This is a speech of someone that is speaking with statements indicating what is deeply rooted inside of himself. He wants to worship something, you want to, you want to attribute it towards a maker. But then they get rid of that, and they say, "You know what? Really and truly, it's not real order. It's just an illusion. The sun it comes out in the morning; it goes out at sunset. Uh, it's just an illusion. We uh, we have feelings of love for our children, and, and no, 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 that's just an illusion. We're just doing we're just doing that just because, just because it's a uh, uh, we just do that because it's a just to make ourselves superficially happy. But it's not real. We just it's just." Uh, A figment of our imagination what is real is survival of the fittest just to pass our genes on from one to another okay if survival of the fittest was true then you mr. Richard Dawkins shouldn't just have one daughter he's only got one daughter if survival of the fittest if if life was about if the actual brute fact of life is just about passing your genes down passing your genes down and reproducing if that is what life is about then you shouldn't have one daughter should have many 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 children all over the place. Marriage, the institution of marriage, shouldn't exist with you. If it's just about passing the genes over. But we can clearly see in their life from their lifestyles and the way that they live life that the philosophies that they have, they're not really they're not really abiding by them. So this is one thing, Al Fitra. What's the second thing? Fitrah? Second thing is al aql. The al-akil. He has given us basic faculty of hearing, basic faculty of seeing, basic faculty of thinking and feeling. Using these basic faculties with primitive observation of the universe, basic observation of the sky, basic observation of the earth, basic observation of our bodies, we can clearly see that there is a sani that there is a maker, a master. Why? What's the argument that is found in the Quran, in Surah Tur concerning this? Anybody besides this section here? Surah Tur gives uh, in it is an ayah. And anybody besides Sheikh Ali? In Surah Tur, there is an ayah. No. Am خُلِقُوا مِنْ غَيْرِ شَيْءٍ Were they made by nothing? Am Humul الْخَالِقُونَ Or were they themselves the creators? أَمْ خَلَقُوا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ بَلْ Or did they create the heavens and the earth? Rather they have no firm belief. Rather it's just conjecture. So what do we extract from that? What's the argument that we can get from that? Number one. Either you are made by... Adam, by nothing, that isn't possible, because nothingness can't create anything. Number two. Ah. Or you made yourself, right? This cup here, this cup with the water inside of it, simple thing. It was made by nothing. Nothing, nothingness came and it put it together. doesn't make sense, okay. Number two, it made itself. It put itself together. The grooves that you find within the cup, the size of the cup, the cup itself determined the size. The cup itself put the water in there, ridiculous. So the only third option that you have is, that something else, something external to it made it. But what else can you get? By basic observation, by using this, this faculty of hearing, this faculty of seeing, this faculty of thinking and feeling, What else can you get? You can also find out by just looking at this cup that the one who made it, he has certain attributes, certain characteristics, like what? The one that made this cup shows what? Knowledge, yes. The fact that he has knowledge that this is the size that the cup should be. The one that made, for example, this bottle, he has knowledge of the English language, the one that made this phone, he has knowledge of uh, 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 programming, computer programming, whatever program, programming they need to put phones together. Huh? Technology, yes, ahsant. So by looking at the mafulat, the handiwork, uh, uh, the, 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 the artifacts of Allah's creation, it indicates to Allah Jalla wa by look the fact that this phone exists is an indication of the fact that an entity an organization a person made this phone the fact that this bottle exists it is an indication of the fact that there is someone that made the bottle but not just that the fact that this bottle exists with this label on top of it indicates that the one who made it has knowledge of the English language that's one attribute al-ilm, knowledge what else So itqan, we can see uh, when we observe this universe, itqan, precision. Precision in where the sun is, precision of where, how the mountains are placed, precision in terms of our body. Because just imagine, for example, our kneecap, if it was slightly lower, slightly lower than where it is, walking would be difficult. So everything shows itqan, and therefore it shows that there is a mutqin. There is sumudariz, in doing the precision. In terms of the attributes of that maker, in terms of the characteristics, the sefat of that maker, we can see that he has knowledge. What else can we see? I've got knowledge. I don't know if I mentioned this example uh, last week. But I've got knowledge. Me. I've got knowledge of how to make a very nice French toast. Very nice French toast that I learned as an eight-year-old boy. Right now, at this moment, in French toast, by the way, is basically egg. With milk and sugar. And you dip and soak the bread inside of it. You make and then you fry it in a frying pan. Absolutely delicious. And I'm good at making it. MashaAllah. My father taught me how to make a French toast. Alhamdulillah, I can make it nice. Right now though, can I make it? I have the ilm. I have the knowledge as to how to make it. I have the ilm, the knowledge as to what other utensils I need to make it. Abism and oh, I, uh, another sifa as well, another characteristic is that I have the choice to make it, I have the free will to make it, I have the, the Mashi'ah, the irada, to make it. This bottle, it shows irada, irada, the one that put it together, he didn't just have knowledge about how this bottle should be made, he had the free will, he had the will to be able to make it, the choice, the wish to make it. So likewise, I have got the knowledge of how to make a French toast. And I've got this irada, this will, this choice, this intent to be able to make the French toast. But there's something else that I'm missing right now, right now, while I'm sitting in Al-Huda Masjid, in the seat here, which renders me incapable of making the French toast, which is what? Qudrah, ability. I don't have the ability to make it. I don't have the bread, I don't have the eggs, I don't have the Egg yolk, and I don't, uh, egg, and I don't have the, the, the cooker and the frying pan. So in a similar fact, but now when we look at this universe, and the complexity of the universe, it indicates what? That the one that is behind it, not only does he have knowledge as to where the sun should be placed, where the mountains should be placed, how the heart and the liver are meant to be interconnected, and how, how the, where the brain is meant to be, but likewise, likewise he has a will, he's done it on purpose, he's put the head there on purpose, he's put the feet there on purpose, he has a will. But likewise, he has the power and the ability to do so. You have the knowledge, you have a will, but you need the power and the ability to do so as well. So all of these things they indicate what? They indicate towards the attributes of a maker. And this is by what? Basic observation. By using your seeing, if you don't have your seeing, your hearing, if you don't have your hearing, then at the very least you have an ability to think, ability, ability to reason, ability to, to reflect. And, and this shows, and this shows that nobody is at more of an advantage than other people as far as recognizing Allah, as far as recognizing their maker. As far as fulfilling the purpose for which they're here, nobody is at one advantage over the other. For example, if we said that the only way that you can arrive at the conclusion of life and the purpose of life, and the only way that you can come to know your maker is through is through, is through excavation of the earth, and archaeological archaeological findings, then that would be injustice. If Allah had only made it possible for us to come to know Him, and come to know, you know the fact that we should be offering some gratitude to our, towards our Maker. If Allah hadn't installed it in our fitrah, and hadn't installed it in our, uh, 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 or hadn't made it accessible via just the basic ability to see and to, and, to, and to hear and to think, if Allah had only made the ability to know Him and the purpose of life by just, by, 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 uh, uh, excavation of the land by having a, an, in, an intricate amount of scientific knowledge then that would have been injustice on his part but he didn't do that he made accessible to us the proofs and the evidences that indicate towards him and the purpose of life using basic faculties of seeing and hearing and thinking that's right arabi the bedouin arab the bedouin arab it was said to him how did you come to know your lord this bedouin arab did he study at cambridge university okay maybe at leeds university no bedouin arab tending to his flock not an intellectual person not somebody that has a iq a high iq it was said to the bedouin arab just like it may, may be said to a child he was said to the Bedouin Arab, كَيْفَ How did you come to know your Lord? He says, الْبَعْرَ تَدُلُّ Al الْبَعِيرُ The dung of a camel indicates towards the camel. If there's dung there of a camel, then obviously there was a camel there. الْبَعْرَ تَدُلُّ al الْبَعِيرُ The the dung of a camel indicates towards the camel. وَالْأَثَرْ يَدُلُّ Al الْمَسِيرُ And the أَثَرْ the, the, the tracks that are left behind by, by a riding party, by a caravan, by a carriage, those tracks indicate towards the caravan. They indicate towards that riding party that went past. Afasamawat, that abraj, wal ard, that fijaj, isn't there for the, uh, uh, the, 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 the heavens, the sky, and the uh celestial bodies that it has the stars that it has the planets that it has the the sun the moon and the earth and the valleys that it has the sea and the waves that it has doesn't all of that therefore indicate ألا تدلو ألا تدلو don't these things therefore indicate towards this is a bedouin arab this is a, 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 a non educated person, somebody that isn't educated, intellectual, may, may not know how to read or write. His fitrah, however, this is his what? Fitrah. He says, listen, what are you talking about? How do I come to know my Lord? Dung of a dog indicates that there was a dog there. If there are some skid marks on, bolt on some road and bolt, and that indicates that there was some. Some boys, some guys that were uh, driving fast. There was a car there. This basic stuff, you're there for now. Okay, that's just skid marks and and, uh, 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 and and Now let's look at the heavens and the earth. Now let's look at the mountains. Don't therefore these things indicate towards a knowledgeable, willful, wise, powerful creator? So connect, connected to this as well, connected to this as well. You find some of the atheists, you know, they'll, 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 they'll come up to you and they'll say, why do you believe in, uh, in the fact that you have a creator? Do you not know evolution? Evolution, that's how we've come into existence. That's how we've been made. And they, they come with this evolution. The people that talk about this evolution, they don't even know what they're talking about themselves. The people that talk about this big bang theory, Especially the common people, the common masses that say, "You know what? I don't, I don't even want to. I don't even believe in God. I don't even believe in God. Evolution. What are you talking about? We're living in the 21st century. You're still talking about religion and what have you. And then they'll try to mock. They'll try to ridicule. And that is the manhaj. That is a methodology of the people that have no intellectual argument. That was the manhaj of Firaun. As he said about Musa when Musa gave him rational evidences, Fir'aun said, do you not hear what this guy is saying? He can't even speak properly? He's got a speech impediment? So that is the manhaj of these people, mocking and what have you. They can't come with any type of intellectual argument. But, but, but now these people that come to you and they, they talk about evil, they don't even know what they're talking about in the first place. If they say, if you, say to, if you say to them, how did you come into existence? He goes, oh, evolution. Okay, even though that is just a means, that's just a mechanism by which they say people have come into existence. Still, when it comes to, there has to, okay, let's just say for argument's sake, that evolution, that's the process that you came through. Who's the one that started it off in the first place? Because as you, as you can clearly see, there's knowledge and wisdom and power and will behind this universe. But anyway, just to show to these people that they don't even know what they're talking about. Evolution, that is uh, how you came into existence. What do you mean by evolution then? Let's, uh, let's not just jump into conclusions, let's go slowly but surely. Or as my uncle says, slowly, slowly, catch a monkey. Before we go into on one stage, let's just understand one st- the, pre- the preliminary stage first. Because these people, they're very, very conniving. They're very, very uh, uh, deceptive in terms of the words that they use and the definitions behind those words. Like, for example, if I was to say to you, go get me a table. Go get me a table. If I said to uh, Eunice, go get me a table. So he comes back with a piece of paper. And there are uh, columns and rows in there. For example, he brings me the periodic table. You know, in chemistry, the periodic t- Or he brings me, a, a, you know, like a, a daily planner. It's a table, isn't it? The periodic table, it's a table. He brings me a graph. In the form of a table, columns and rows. It's a table. Is that what I meant when I said to Eunice, go get me a table? Did I mean, get me a piece of paper with a periodic table on there? Or get me a piece of paper with a graph on there? Obviously I didn't mean that. I meant, get me a, you know, a, a, a rigid surface with, with four legs. A table like this. What's the reason why he got me that other... T- not you, yourself Eunice, but just as an example. What's the reason why that person went and get, got me a table as in a graph? or a periodic table because of a misunderstanding concerning the, the definitions, the nef- definition of a table. So now you, Mr. Evolutionist, when you are saying that uh, evolution, that is how we've come about, and evolution is a fact, you're saying evolution is a fact and we have evidence for it. What do you mean by it? What do you intend? What's, it, what's your definition of evolution? Do you mean by way of it that a change of genes occurs? What do you mean by evolution? Because obviously when he is saying evolution, then he's trying to uh, use that. He, when he says we have evidence for evolution, then he's saying we have evidence. He's trying to claim that we have evidence for monkeys changing into human beings. All right? That's what he's trying to say. Monkeys changing into human beings or a cell evolving over a period of millions and billions of years up until it came into, and uh, it, it became human life. So you're saying that you have evidence for this. Okay, no problem. What's the evidence that you have? What's the evidence that you have? Well, for example, um, the change of a certain bird into another bird. Is that observable? right? So basically, what's the definition of evolution when we, when we pin them down? we pin them down and they give us examples of what they mean when they say we have evidence for evolution. Because we're not gonna say, oh, we deny evolution, absolutely. No, we're gonna wait. As we said, slowly, slowly catch a monkey. We're gonna wait. Let's first find out what you, what's, it, what's your definition of evolution. So now, when we look at the examples that they give of evidence, then the definition of those things is nothing other than a change of genes over a period of time. A change of genes over a period of time. For example, all of us, we've got fathers. All of us, we've got grandfathers. We may look similar to our fathers. Some of us we may look very similar. Do we look absolutely identical to our fathers? No. our fingerprints exactly the same as our fathers? No. Our father, so what's happened? a change of gene has occurred from great-grandfather to the grandfather to the father to the son, okay? So this here, this is what you call microevolution. okay? So the atheists, when they say we have proof for evolution, the proof that they're talking about is this, the fact that we change as far as uh, uh, from, you know, from one generation to a generation. You've got a, a small period of time, a small period of time, within which uh, 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 there are change of genes amongst a few generations, right? You've got 60, 70 years, you've got three generations within there, and there's a change of gene within that. Is there evidence for that? Yes, obviously, we can clearly see it, right? My father passed genes on to me. Am I exactly the same as him? No, so there's been a change of genes. That is what you call microevolution, Mr. Evolutionist. You're saying that there's uh, dalil, there's proof and evidence for evolution. What you're talking about here is microevolution, a change of, of genes of, uh, uh, within a, sh- relatively speaking, short period of time amongst a few generations. But what you're talking about when you say that in terms of the Big Bang and monkeys changing into human beings, well, that's macroevolution. I want evidence for that. I don't evidence for microevolution because I can clearly see it I want evidence for macroevolution I want evidence for monkeys changing into human beings scientific evidence what scientific evidence number one what's the first step in the scientific method observation you observe the change happening you observe for example you saw in 1940 there was a man and then in 1960 he had a son that son he, he wasn't he, uh, he wasn't a dicto copy of the father it was a change in gene. I saw it I observed it okay that's evidence that's scientific evidence that a change of genes can occur but now in terms of change of species, change of one species into a to- total absolute, absolutely different species, I want observable evidence. I want observable evidence of the monkey having been observed, over a period of time, changing into he had a child and then he had a child, and then he had a child, and then he had a child and then he gave birth to Mr. Jones. I want evidence for that because if we're talking science, it has to be observed. Okay, so you don't really have observable evidence for it. Okay, do you know what you call that Mr. Evolutionist? You call that fairy tales. You call that figment of your imagination. You can entertain it but it, it, it goes nowhere beyond your imagination, right? For, for you're saying that a monkey has changed into a human being, you don't have any scientific ev- evidence for it. You have no observable evidence. OK, it's a figment of your imagination. You can imagine loads of things, and that's one of the things that you're imagining. But you don't have anything that's scientifically provable, huh? Ah. What's that? They call it a theory, if they're being a bit honest, right? We're going to get to this in a minute, right? But, okay, so that's that there, so with the evolutions, the, I mean that's just one, you know, evolutionaryism, evolution, e, uh, the evolution theory, as you said, or the Big Bang Theory, it's like, as Abu Iyad amjad al-Rafiq, describes it, it's like a, a mashed up old man, right? He's just being ripped apart. Mashed up old man, he's got bandages here, he's got bandages there, he's just a cripple. It's like a paper bag with loads of holes in it. And that's just one hole over there. Here's another hole. You say random selection, natural selection, that's a contradiction. How can selection occur randomly? Selection occurs with choice, with will, with intent. Random occurs without choice, without will. So the two terms are are a contradiction. But why do they do this? Why do they say this? Why do they act like this? The people that take on board this type of uh, belief system... It is a religion in reality, because you're believing in a miracle, right? You lot, why do you believe in what you believe in? It's not provable. You have faith in it, don't you? You have Iman in it. Just like we have Iman in the messengers, and those messengers have signs, have indications that show the the validity of their truth that show the validity of their truthfulness, the validity of their trustworthiness. The validity of their integrity. So we have iman in them because they have signs and indications that, that indicate that they have been sent by Allah. You have iman in Charles Darwin, for example, even though he himself is fluctuating. At one minute, he's an atheist. At the other point, he's an agnostic. So just like we have iman in the Rusul, or just like you have iman and faith, you don't have evidence for your evolutionary theory, you have just iman in it. In a similar fashion, we have iman in our Rusul. But that then leads, leads us on to the, 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 the next matter. Ah. Ah. Yeah, okay, so they say we have fo- uh, the, the our evidence is fossils, but that isn't scientific now. Why, because scientific, uh, for it to be scientific, it has to, be a, it has to have been observed. The change of that pose- the possessor of that fossil, the person behind that, the, the animal behind that fossil, his progeny changing into human beings has to have been observed. But obviously it hasn't been observed because they say it happened over a course of a million years. So what is it? It's just an assumption of what we call iman. Right, they have iman in it. They have this, 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 uh, this uh, uh, fairy tale uh, assumption that this fossil, you know what, it was, it was actually, so it, was, it was a monkey it slowly but surely over generations it turned into a human being. Scientifically, there's no evidence for it. But it's an assumption. It is just faith, blind faith that they have without knowledge, without proofs, without e- e- evidence is indicating towards that. I mean, their methodology is so, f- so flawed. It's like, uh, for example, and <coughs> this is just a, uh, an example that Abu Iyad, allah Ta'ala mentioned the other day on Friday in his uh, dars in Bradford, it's like, because they say that, for, if, if it's the case, for example, if it's the case that monkeys have a fifth digit, if it's the case that monkeys have a fifth digit, then that means the Big Bang Theory is true, okay? They say, if it's the case that monkeys have a fifth digit, then that proves that the evolutionary theory is true, okay? So the monkeys, they have a fifth digit, meaning they have a A fifth uh, finger, right, like a thumb, and therefore that means that, yeah, humans did evolve from monkeys. That's ridiculous. If you look at the reasoning, the, the whole argument is absolutely ridiculous, but it's just that they use very sophisticated, fancy terms and terminologies, right? But if you bring it down to a basic level, you see how ridiculous it is. For example, if it's the case that monkeys, we can see, we can prove that monkeys have five digits, Ah, that means that evolution is true, right? That's ridiculous. How is it ridiculous? If I said that in my driveway, there is water, that means it rained. If I can just prove that there is water in my driveway, that means it rained. Is that, is that, does that, is that, um, you know, is that correct? It's not correct, but why? Because somebody could have got a hosepipe. pipe. Right? Or as Abu Iyad mentioned, if it's the case that there is blood on the wall, then that means that that, 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 then that means that there was a cyclops monster here. Okay? Just because there's blood on the wall doesn't mean that there was a cyclops monster here. Just because the monkey has a fifth digit doesn't mean that, it occur, that human beings have a fifth digit as a result of the evolutionary process. Right? Anyway, the, the, the point that we want to get to now. As time is ticking, those people that come with this evolutionary and atheistic belief, they are, they, are, they are of three types, three levels. Level number one, the basic level, are the common people, the rabble. They just—they they are like sheep. They just follow what's being said to them, because that is the nature of the human being. They just end up being submissive towards authority. If everybody is saying something, if everybody is preaching something, if, a- if it's in the books in the schools, then okay, yeah, it must be, it must be true. They don't think about it. <laughs> they have hearts by which they don't think, they don't reflect. So these common people, if you were to just say to them, if you were to just present these arguments that we've given from fitrah, from aql, if you were to say to them, why do you believe in evolution? <laughs> because it's a fact, what are you talking about? Why do you believe in evolu- evolution? Because that's, what that's, that's how it is, we, we've come to know it, because science says it. What do you mean science says it? What do you mean by science? And if you start to, start to you know, corner the person, you come, you come to realize, he doesn't really know what he's talking about. You have to push them in a corner and make them realize that they're only saying this because they just trust what the people are telling them. They just trust what the scientists are telling them. Scientists to them are like prophets to us. Okay? except that the prophets have proofs and indications indicating the truthfulness of their prophethood. That's the first level, the common rabble. They have no idea, they just follow what the people are saying. Oh, you know what the scientists say, it's in our textbooks, science says it. You don't, don't, know, don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> so that's the first level of, of, uh, of the atheists. Just the common folk, they're like sheep. They just follow what's been said to them. The second level are those atheists, that no it's a theory as you said brother they know it's nothing but a theory and a very weak theory and that's why you find some of them fighting between themselves saying this model that you have of the th- it's it's a falsehood you find some of these scientists themselves saying your your whole model behind this evolutionary big bang is falsehood right but you have these that are your richard dawkins for example these uh, uh, new atheism uh, you know uh, uh, preachers. They know that this here is Batil. Is, is but they have an agenda. What's the agenda? To rid society of religion. And Richard Dawkins himself, he, uh, on an occasion, he ended up, I don't know if it was a slip of the tongue, I was trying to, it was something that I saw a few weeks ago. I was trying to find the video again today, but I, but I couldn't find it to get the exact wording of what he said. But Essentially what he said is that, listen, I know that this Big Bang model is just a theory, it's just a, it's not a fact at all, but if I can get everybody else, if, if all I need to do is to make people believe that it's a fact, think that it's a fact, think that this big, Big, uh, big Bang model and the evolutionary theory now this particular model, if I can just make them think it's a fact, make them believe it's a fact, then that's my job done. In more or less more or less words, right? Paraphrasing what he said. This is what he said, that I know that this Big Bang model and this evolutionary theory, I know it's just a theory, I know it's not a fact. And obviously he knows better than, uh, better than m- most common people, that it's a very, very weak model, model and it's, and it's Batil. But he says that I know that it's, it's it's weak. But if it's the case that all that I need to do is to make people think that it is a fact, then, then I'll do that. Because what's his what's his agenda? To rid society of religion, regardless of Islam or Christianity, whatever. His agenda is to rid society of religion, so that what life is therefore meaningless. Life is therefore purposeless. That's their agenda. That's the second level. The third level are what you would call the um, more honest atheists. Those that say that it isn't as a result of scientific evidence and scientific conclusion that I believe in this atheism, no. Rather, it's because I already have adopted a worldview that there isn't a creator. I adopted the worldview first, and then I based the rest of my, 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 my theory upon that. Or as one of them said, it isn't the case that I uh, can scientifically prove that there isn't a creator, it's just that I don't want there to be a creator. And then the, he, termed, he termed it, or it's been termed, Cosmic authority syndrome. Cosmic authority syndrome. Yeah, they have this, you could call it for lack of better terms, a phobia. A phobia of, of there being a divine authority. A phobia of there being someone that you're gonna be, that there is a maker and a creator. Why? Because if there is a creator and a maker, then you're gonna be accountable for him. That you're not here just for a, for a futility and for no reason. There's a purpose behind you being here. You have everything that you have for free, therefore you have to give gratitude. So these people here, they're a bit more honest. Okay, so those are the three levels. And you can refer to some of the works of Abu Iyad, uh, Amjad al-Rafiq, Hafidah Allah Ta'ala. He has some very, very beneficial articles and, and, and you know, um, um, articles that he's written on this topic and book, booklets that he's written on this topic. Everybody should refer back to it. So that is, that is a summary of today's, uh, today's lesson. Number one, that... Allahu Jalla wa'ala, our fitrah indicates towards it, number two, al-aql indicates towards it, and the fact that these uh, 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 evolutionary theories and what have you, these people, they are just being deceptive concerning the terms that they use. When they say that we have evidence for evolution, and basically what they mean is microevolution. And we say we believe in microevolution. In fact, microevolution, i.e. a change of genes, that, in fact, increases, uh, increases us in Iman. That from one single sperm, you can have such variation. From one single drop of sperm, you can have someone that has green eyes, and then someone else from his offspring that has blue eyes. Someone else that has black uh, 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 complexion. Someone else that has white complexion, and so on and so forth. So all of this, this microevolution, this change of genes over a period of... Gen- over generations, this therefore, this therefore increases our iman. It shows the qudra and the power of Allah wa Jalla And thirdly, al, uh, the matter concerning the levels of the atheists, and that you have those that are the common rabble, they don't know what they're talking about, they just have iman in their prophets. The second are those that have an agenda, they know that this uh, evolutionary theory that they have is bad, it's falsehood. But they want to push it because if they can push it and if they can convince people of it, then their, then their mission is abchee- achieved. Because at the end of the day, they don't have any morals anyway. They don't believe that objective morals exist. Right? And the third uh, category on the, uh, of, the, of the pyramid are those that are honest atheists in the sense of they say, it's not the case that we can prove that there is no creator. It's the fact that we just don't want there to be a creator. Because obviously then they have to be accountable before that creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll have to conclude at this point. Inshallah ta'ala, next week we'll go on to the other three categories of Iman. Tawheed in Allah's al his Uluhiyya and his Asma'i. As-Sifat. Wallahu ta'ala A'lam. sallallahu Alaihi nabiyyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.